Hey everyone, welcome back to RallyCaps, a podcast for the creative entrepreneur looking to build a business for the long haul. If you remember what our first name was, comment down below if you're on YouTube. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> I'm glad you did though, because I'm curious to see who knows. Remember like the first episode when I was like, hey guys, welcome back to, I forgot <laughs> what our name is. <laughs> hey everyone, welcome back to Slow Caps. <laughs> I think it was the next line. Okay, we yeah. haven't said this at the beginning of an episode. If you're watching on YouTube, please give this video a like. Mm -hmm. If you are on any other podcast streaming service, yep. give us a review, please. Yeah, especially a us. Apple Podcast is the best. Yes. Like just go there, click the link below, just whoop, pop it up. Leave a little rating. Suck we'll, at Android. We'll five stars. <laughs> if you're on Android, go to uh, Google. <laughs> go to the Apple store to get an iPhone. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Google Google Podcasts. All right. We don't yes. want to start making people angry That's at the true. beginning of this episode. I know. Okay. Hey, if you have an Android phone, we love you. You probably have a better phone than we do. It's yeah. fine. We're just peasants. We tolerate you. We tolerate <laughs> ourselves. All right. Today, sometimes. what are we talking about? <laughs> today, we're talking about burnout is what we're talking Great. about. Yeah, <laughs> a real, hey, and that's actually a hint to the first question that we asked you. Comment, oh, uh, comment the name down that's below. That's true, actually. Yeah, so a little little uh, hidden clue in there. We, yeah, I, I've actually been wanting to do a podcast where we kind of get to the meaningful part of our businesses and some heartfelt sentiment because mm -hmm. we are deep thinkers and feelers uh, of emotions, not each other. Well, that could be argued too. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so wait, what? let's clear the record. <laughs> Did you say we're not deep right. feelers of each other? I kissed you one time, Steven. <laughs> <laughs> On the cheek, the face cheek, not even. <laughs> All right, get serious. Okay. Um, we <laughs> it's so hot in here, it is really and it's hot. hard to be okay. serious. We left the hot. AC on yeah. for, I mean, it might, you might hear it, but. If you don't, that's amazing. Great. If you do, it's so that we can just be in a mildly hot room instead yeah. of a superbly hot room. The SM7B does a really good job of cutting out that yeah. static sound. Yeah. This is the mic that we're using. Great. The SM7B. We're off topic. All right. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of fun so though. I'm actually really enjoying this. We're vibing. We're vibing. We haven't done an episode, just the two of us. In person. Since the beginning. Uh, we've done... We did our, our season one finale. We did just the two Together, of us. Yeah. And that was, and then we did like the intro episode kind of thing. <laughs> but we haven't done this together in person. Which is and fun. we haven't done it with this little structure, which yeah. I'm excited about. The banter's really good so far. It's fun. Good job. I like, yay, you too. Yeah, nice. <laughs> we missed high five if you're not watching. <laughs> Ding. All right, so. Um, uh, do, tell me all the things that you're doing right now. Okay. Um, where to start? Uh, <laughs> weddings, obviously. Photographing. Photographing Are you weddings. Filming any weddings this I'm, fall? I'm not. Okay, thankfully, just photo. because that yep. was, is even more post production. Yeah. Photographing a lot of weddings. I'm finishing up edits on ones from Boston. Yep. Then we moved to Chicago in mm -hmm. the past month, and now we're here. And so I have weddings in Chicago over the next couple of months, and then also weddings on the east coast that i'm flying back for and the monthly. ones the ones here exclusively associate weddings from me except maybe one of your own yes okay and yep. then all the ones in boston are all your own yep 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 so yeah basically flying back monthly for the next five or six months i think <laughs> um <laughs> so what's your go-to airline uh right now JetBlue. Mm. love JetBlue. uh boston is a hub for JetBlue. Gotcha. So there's a ton of 
well, flights out there. Uh, also flying actually into Albany, New York directly for some of these because Isn't that that's more expensive? where I'm from. It's actually not. Oh. Uh, it's not terrible. The flights themselves are less nice because it's a small airport, uh, so it's just different. But do you have to pay for bags? No. Really? It's, it's really nice, How actually. How many bags you get for free? One. Yeah. One check bag. You, one uh, one carry-on. One carry-on, one personal. I don't do any checked bags typically. Oh. Yeah, these are all so pretty. You, so you pay for checked bags and JetBlue? Um, now I don't have to actually, because I am, like a membership? I have a membership. Gotcha. I've qualified for that. But when I'm flying into Albany, it's American because JetBlue and American have a little like allegiance thing. Oh. So whatever you fly over on competition, community over competition. Wow. Sorry. If you fly on either of them, is that what you're about to say? I thought you said there was a fly on. Nope. Yeah. You were looking at me so <laughs> intently. Really sidetracked. Right no, it's really good though. Um, so either of them, because you can get points that just apply Crossover. to another. So next question. Have you ever flown Southwest? I have not. Mm. Mm. I'm in Chicago you, now. You don't get to pick your seat. You just 24 you hours up. before the flight, you get a you get a, an alert on your phone and you have to you have to log in. Oh, okay. So you check in for your flight and then that gives you like a status in line. So you're oh. like you're a B7. So it's like waiting for concert tickets. Kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and then or you shoe drop. Then, yeah. yeah. Supreme or stonks. Supreme not shoes. I don't know. Supreme does everything. 30. <laughs> um so yeah, so you you stand in line and if you're earlier to check in, yes. then you get just a better choice non-middle seat basically. So cool. But you get two free bags, free checked bags. Just off the drop? Free. That's it? Free. Always. Always. You don't have to be a member. Everybody. You get a personal item, a carry-on, and two checked bags for free. And, they're, and their prices are like the cheapest. That's I've gotten $49 sick. flights on Southwest. That's $39 nice. flights okay. like to Denver. Follow-up question. Yeah. Are the seats big enough for six foot three people? I wouldn't know that answer. <laughs> That's fair. That's a good point. <laughs> the reason I've uh, weeded out JetBlue amongst everyone else is because they have the, the largest seat capacity on their economy flights of any airline, which you would only appreciate if you Bougie. are taller. So they are typically more expensive. JetBlue yeah. is is yeah. a more expensive flight. But if you get to that like mosaic membership, it's what they call it, yeah. you can buy a, like the cheapest seats available and then you just get the perks of everything above. Oh. And the cheapest seats have the same space as the higher okay. seats. So, but when you're getting into video production, you have to go do a commercial yeah, shoot. Yeah, Southwest. That, is a, that's got to be amazing. It's incredible. Like when you almost flew from Chicago to New York City, but yeah, instead you almost. drove with all your bags instead. Yeah, because I went to the wrong airport. <laughs> Next question: <laughs> What are you doing? Okay. Yeah. So, wow, I am loving this energy. Um, so, okay. So, weddings. Boston weddings, Chicago weddings, flying back and forth, lot, a lot of travel, doing some of that with my wife, doing some of that solo, and also bundling some of that time that I'm flying back to become family time for holidays as mm -hmm. well. So we're trying to make as much of the necessary travel as possible. Sure. Um, beyond weddings, there are a lot of things happening. Yeah. There's the production and co-hosting of all of Rally Caps. Mm. And by production, I mean every single thing that you yeah. see in here, that goes through me. Yeah. So that's a whole Even bear. Even TikTok. Even TikTok. That's a, <laughs> that's a whole thing. Um, I'm producing my friend Tom's podcast called Creators Are Brands, which is much less time. Mm -hmm. uh, my 
hack for uh, producing other podcasts is just using it as the podcast that I'm listening to while editing something that doesn't require audio. So I can't do it while I'm editing an episode of a show, but like I could put on Tom's podcast, for example, listen to that, mm -hmm. edit it while editing a wedding. So you can kind of multi-purpose that yeah. time, which is really great. Um, so I'm to two different podcasts, two different shows that I'm working on and putting a lot of time into there. Uh, there are all of the countless hours of time that we're putting into the writing, shooting, editing, directing, everything for all of your educational content, which you can talk about more yep. specifically. Yep. Um, but there's all of that, which is dropping very soon and it's very exciting and there's a ton of work involved. Yeah. Um, as of yesterday, Laura and I can now call ourselves professional models because it's the first time that we've modeled for anything. Oh, wow. Um, I think. Welcome I'd like to, to the club. Yeah. <laughs> So that's on the resume now too. Um, yeah. feel like there's definitely more things that I'm forgetting. And there's like the abundance. I mean, of it, it, I blew over rally caps kind of quickly. We have a lot of things that we're doing for it yeah. as far as like spinning off a whole clothing line and merchandise and, Ooh, and physical goods wow. and designing all of that. Yeah. And I'm starting to get into design on in the itself, whole. Yeah. So I'm doing that for a couple of the guys in the studio, a couple of friends from back home in Boston. Mm -hmm. Suddenly, it, Jeez, uh, yeah. there's that whole branch of business now, which is cool. Uh, it it kind of, in a lot of ways, it feels like I'm kind of moving into more director slash design work, um, while also still having all of the weddings and everything. I yeah. feel like the move for me will be to begin outsourcing parts of editing so that I have more time after I'm done shooting a wedding to come home and work on some of the things that require more of my time to actually be like in it like mm -hmm. whether that's writing a script for a video or for a commercial or you know working on design stuff for people whatever it is um i think just to free up some of the post-production time uh I'll, I'll start working with other people to just kind of make that easier and then still like you do you know get someone to get it 90 percent of the way mm -hmm. put your finishing touches on top and then send it off and then your clients are happier because it gets to them faster that's instead right. of you having a crazy backlog of edits and yep. everything um there, there are countless more things I could say. Yeah, you're still moving into your apartment. Still moving into still our apartment. Getting it all settled. Yeah. Learning the city. Yep. There's a lot of just personal stuff going on as well. Um, but yeah, there's there's just so many things happening right now, and I'm grateful for all of them. And it feels like there just needs to be the right time for each of them. So even to be more specific, like designing the Rally Caps merch. Amazing. It's going to happen. It's probably going to be released in a limited quantity the first batch before the end of the year. Yeah. But that has its time. It's not imperative that we get that done quickly. Yeah. So we can hold that and just wait to do it until like mid to end of October when yeah. we have a little more time and, and less mm -hmm. of an editing queue and yeah. all these things. There are, there are things that need our time and attention more right now, uh, which includes really just weddings and, and this show. So, yeah. I think once we get past this into the fall, late fall, winter, um, we've been talking about this with Gene and Bean and Mike. I feel like once we get past this part of the year that is typically the craziest for wedding photographers, uh, there's going to be an explosion of just creativity and other uh, things that we want to really invest our time into, yeah. um, like the commercial work that we've been dreaming about. And there's, yeah. there's, there's a ton, a ton of stuff that we're excited about. So. I'll just leave it there for now and then spin that same question back to you about what you're doing right now. Yeah, a lot of things. Also, we're in our studio right now, Creative Club Chicago, so that's why you hear Mike being loud in the background. Mike! Hello? Michael? 
I don't know if you know we're recording the podcast now. You're recording right now? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, sorry. We didn't we didn't tell anyone. Yeah, we just started. Okay. That's Mike from last episode or yeah. last three weeks ago. The one who just kept being like, Yeah, don't be weird. <laughs> over and over. <laughs> just be normal. Okay? Did you see Mark's comment about that? Yeah. Step number one, one tip. Don't, don't be, be weird. weird. <laughs> uh, yeah, everything I have going on. Just a stupid amount of things. It's always true of my life and career, but extra right now. Um, so wedding photo video as well. Uh, seven throughout the months of September and October. Mm-hmm. And what's great is I hired on my first intern, mm-hmm. Braxton, mm-hmm. who has just been crushing the queue. Um, Shout out, Braxton. Edits. Seriously. Amazing. Uh, so been able to crank out wedding edits um, and I've been outsourcing some photo work to you Mm -hmm. and um, to my assistant Nami throughout the past few months. So we've been able to to crush that backlog Mm -hmm. and it will continue to pile up through September, October. I'm obviously also still making YouTube videos, uh, sponsored YouTube videos, Mm -hmm. YouTube videos without sponsors, um, and then three to four Patreon videos a Mm -hmm. month, which Braxton is essentially shooting and editing all by himself, Mm -hmm. which is awesome. Um, and that's really helping me fund having an employee mm-hmm. and all of that as well. So, it, and I'm also in talks with two other companies of building my first photo preset pack yes. and video LUT pack. I forgot about that yeah. entirely. Yeah. Wow. Which yep. will probably be dropping in November. Realistically. Yeah. Thinking November. Yeah. Um, so there's that. And we just bought a house. So we're in the middle of still getting that the way we want it. Um, and then I, we are shooting, editing, filming, directing, mm-hmm. writing my entire f- wedding photo course and wedding filmmaking course, which is, we knew it was gonna be a lot of work, but we just did our first two days of shooting this week mm-hmm. and it is an obscene amount of work. Yeah, actually like, real quick uh, on that note, yeah. how are you feeling after two pretty intense days Exhausted. of filming? Yeah absolutely exhausted we actually decided to scrap the filming tonight today, because yeah. we're filming two episodes of rally caps today yeah i was like there's like the schedule i'm like there's no <laughs> way you just be talking on camera for eight hours minimum yeah the end of the day yesterday we were, we were driving back to the studio braxton and i and i was like literally talking like this because i'm like i just can't yeah. i can't go any louder right yeah. now yeah uh, yeah yesterday was super fun for laura and i but, yeah i mean on your end i mm-hmm. can only imagine you you brought a lot of great energy of course but not I, at the beginning well not i told you sure. i yeah. told you guys were <laughs> in your apartment i'm like hey if you were real clients i would be like putting on like the what's up guys like how you doing but i'm like i'm gonna be real with you i'm exhausted right now i'll get there just like just give me a little bit and yeah. then once we get going we'll be good and then i handed you an espresso yeah, yeah. that was good yeah <laughs> it tasted super good Thank espresso you. and almond milk Oat milk. Oat milk. Oat milk. Yep. Always. Very good. Yeah. You had an uh, espresso tonic. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. That was good too. Go to warm weather espresso drink. Mm. Very good. Delicious. But you really brought it yesterday, yes. especially. And yeah. it was like six hours of filming of just yeah. styled stuff going between filming the photo side, the video side. Back and forth and back and forth. Watching you do it. What was, that was what was tiring for me. Yeah. Laura and I were having a blast. We got to dress up in all yeah. of our wedding duds and everything. And duds digs i call them duds oh my gosh (laughs) digs and we we had so much fun yeah it was a blast yeah Yeah. it was like man if i was doing this if the roles were reversed i would have been wiped after doing that yep i feel like i'm pretty used to that energy i mean it was a lot don't get me wrong Mm -hmm. but we've had 
we Mike and I have had days where we're on one of our trips out west or mm -hmm. out east or whatever, and we cram that many things into a day. Mm -hmm. So it's not like I haven't experienced something like that before. Sure. But the sheer amount of gear and data and batteries and it's bleh, we're, we're realizing that a small team is it's a challenge, mm -hmm. but it's not impossible. We just mm -hmm. need to get way more organized. Mm -hmm. And Mike is a really good person to help with that. So mm -hmm. we'll start tackling getting more memory cards, mm -hmm. having a system for charging, like all of those things. So, and the truth is like, we've just put all the hardest things in the first few modules. Yes. Um, like all of the gear, talking about all the gear so I can have visuals of all that mm -hmm. as well. Um, anyway, I don't need to go too in depth on that. Very excited. Just, it's like one of the biggest things I've ever done in my career. Mm -hmm. And the planning has been really exciting, but the fact that we've started now is just a new level of excitement. Mm -hmm. And we plan on dropping both courses the f the last week of October. Okay. Yeah. I don't, did you know that yet? Well, we had set the date of October 18th. 18th. And I pushed it back a week. Good idea. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That, that makes sense. <laughs> and I, I'm excited about that timing because mm -hmm. that's right when I'm like going to be finishing up shooting weddings for the season. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'll have a big backlog of weddings to edit, but it'll just be like, it's done. It's mm -hmm. for sale. Get hyped about it. We'll be shooting vlogs. We'll be shoot doing live streams. It, that week will be the probably the craziest week of my life. Mm -hmm. be just the sheer amount of things we're doing. But I, I have a full expectation of all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So all that being said, um, I have feel like I have set myself up for sanity through this season because mm -hmm. of hiring Braxton, mm -hmm. hiring you to outsource stuff, because we've already agreed that you, me and Braxton are gonna tag team the entire edit of the courses. Mm -hmm. Like we split it three ways. Mm -hmm. And if if that means we have late nights and we have to grind through that. Which it will. Yeah, <laughs> but when you break it up that much, we're like, oh, like, okay, mm -hmm. that's manageable actually. Mm -hmm. um, so. It's about three quarters of one of the course each of us will be responsible for, which is gonna be about like eight yeah. hours of editing each. Yeah, yeah, which isn't bad. It, Mo the yeah. majority of it is talking heads. Right, which we won't need to cut too much of. No, yeah. and then from there, I think it'll be good to have one pass where we watch all of them, mm -hmm. and then another where it's like, all right, we're taking notes as we're watching them. This is where we're gonna add this graphic, yeah. this image, this little, little quick cutaway, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Um, and then we'll just keep going on that. Okay. In, in the same way, sorry, what were you saying? No, 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 you. In the same way that Mike is helping with the organization of the sheer quantity of physical things required yeah. to make this, because it's no joke, it's, it's an absurd amount of just stuff that you need, organized, charged, mm -hmm. ready to go. Yeah. I'm working on more of the uh, logistical, yeah. like setting up boards in Notion and kind yeah. of like setting up the framework for like, this is the progress that we need to be making by this time. Yeah. And then having everybody on there just to like physically move their tasks to like the different stages of being completed and everything, mm -hmm. which is so uh, boring to most people. And it brings me so much joy yeah. and I love it. So yeah. uh, I thought what I wanted to bring up is we haven't uh, we haven't sat down to write these yet, but I'm really excited to make parody videos, mm -hmm. songs, mm -hmm. spoken word mm -hmm. <laughs> poems that I'll be performing throughout the modules. Yes. Uh, which is going to be so much fun to make. Yes. And I'm really excited for people who buy it to see them. And I might sneak peek like one of them or something uh, to the public. But in that, that's going to kind of lay the groundwork for us to then start 
toying with music a mm-hmm. bit. Uh, well, I forgot about that too. Oh my gosh. So, yeah, so you're right. this is where the podcast gets very meta. And this is what we were hoping Rally Caps was going to kind of turn into. It's mm-hmm. like, we're probably going to turn into a merch company. Mm-hmm. And not, not merch, a clothing line. Yes. I think there's a distinction yes. there too, where it's like, no, like in the same way that we're trying to change the language from podcast to show, merch to clothing. So I think some of the first stuff would be very like, this, this is, is our, this our merch kind of thing. Yeah. This is the podcast for Rally. So if you love us and love listening to us, yeah. as, as narcissistic folks, uh, <laughs> you could you buy love that us stuff, so much. You could buy that stuff and support us, and yes. that would be super fun. And that would be a limited drop. So like mm-hmm. you could be a part of that collection. Mm-hmm. But then on top of that, we have phrases and things which we can't mm-hmm. disclose yet. Not quite yet. But uh, that we feel like could be something exciting to wear and mm-hmm. rep widely and then suddenly it's a clothing brand adjacent to the show and then it could become very cool. meta because then we can have episodes like this where we talk about the performance and analytics of mm-hmm. our our business that mm-hmm. we are running how we designed the clothing yep. how we built out the online store mm-hmm. how we shipped stuff how out we marketed how it everything. the video and photo content where for we it. sourced stuff from yeah i feel like that's even valuable information it, to can know e- too. it can exclusively be some of the stuff like if i make a bts video about this commercial i shot on my youtube channel then it's about our product Mm -hmm. and so then it's double promotion Mm -hmm. uh through that stuff so we love the idea of becoming very meta on Mm -hmm. all this um in that as well like we might very well just turn into a musical group could be that too and like clearly we're already associated with music bed we know who they are and that could be a potential Mm -hmm. thing like just okay over the winter we make an ep Mm -hmm. and Maybe it's not just us mm-hmm. singing on it. Maybe Sabria comes in. Does Laura sing? Yes. Okay. Well. Yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> just hearing us brainstorm. We just. It, it feels like I think the the thing I can liken it to the most is like the the fall and winter are going to feel like a sandbox for us to play in. Yeah. There are just so many yeah. ideas and so much paint that we want to throw at a wall, yep. and it's. I feel like it's all going to just be so fun, and I think the joy and excitement and energy that we're going to bring to it is going to make it that much better Mm -hmm. and more interesting for other people to hear and to consume. What's cool about that is when we, when we're doing some of these projects, like we are open to the idea of making vlogs that we put on the rally Mm -hmm. caps channel Mm -hmm. or music videos that we make Mm -hmm. or shoot for other people and put it on rally caps. Like that's even something we've talked about with interviewing musical artists and then having them perform on the show. Mm -hmm. Um, So if any of that stuff excites you, if you're on YouTube comment, let us know the things that might be most exciting to you. Um, Let us know what color hat that you would want to wear. Yeah. Yeah. Also, wait, we're on Instagram and Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter, TikTok, LinkedIn, MySpace. No. Wait. Oh, wait. No. (laughs) Just the first three. Yeah. Just the first three. Dad. Uh, Dad. We're on Dad. (laughs) Dad? Dad? <laughs> <laughs> uh, is it the same handle on all of them? Uh, it's not because no. for whatever reason, every place has different yeah. usernames so taken. Instagram is Rally Caps Podcast. Yep. Twitter's Rally Caps Pod. Pod. TikTok, Rally is, Caps. Is just. We got that one. I we think. did get Rally Caps, yep. which is kind of cool. Pretty dope. Yeah. So, so you start Rally Caps, TikTok, add Pod, add awesome. Podcast. Uh, you can you can basically find us just by searching. Tell us what some of our marketing strategy on YouTube will be moving forward as well. Like what kind of yeah. videos do you want to start making Jeez, dude, in the off season this into next year? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh my gosh. There's just so much stuff. Yeah. Uh, when you were talking just now, I 
jogged my memory actually about like all of the educational tutorial based mm -hmm. stuff that we want to do around podcasting, potentially building a course out of that long term. Yep, some education, um, some mentorship, some yep, coaching. Which we're already getting requests about yep. too, which is awesome. Yep. But uh, starting kind of testing the water a little bit by making a couple uh, YouTube videos just about the, the very foundational production mm -hmm. stuff that I was learning last year around this time. It's been almost a year. Look at that. It's wild. Wow. Uh, and then also some of the ways that we pitch our guests, yep. um, kind of working out some, some loose idea of like, Hey, like what's the modern day elevator pitch. And, um, I'm sure if you've followed us at all, you've seen some of the videos that we've posted on Twitter and on YouTube, we've, we've snuck a couple of those out there, how we've pitched some of our guests like Jesse Driftwood and Jack Coyne mm -hmm. and, um, some of the others, but yeah, there's, there's a lot of, I think process videos yep. that we're very excited to do because I think now more than ever, it's like, Hey, let's, let's start a podcast. Like what uh, people are just interested in doing it. And I think we've found a pretty good amount of success in yeah. the almost first year that we've been doing it. And I think there's a lot of good stuff that we can share. Um, if we just amalgamate it and put it into a like concise set of videos, uh, rather than just like answering these questions that we're getting in our DMS yeah. every day. Sure. Um, so I'm, I'm excited to kind of put some of those together. I think what's so interesting about that, this is that, that kind of strategy is what gets me really excited about creative entrepreneurship because that kind of ideation mm -hmm. is, what I feel like grew my own personal brand. Mm -hmm. I feel like so many creators and creatives are simply just kind of following the rhythm of like, this is what everybody does. Mm -hmm. This is my lane. I'm a wedding photographer. I post four times a week on Instagram, these mm -hmm. specific things I can't post outside of like, it's gotta be this certain lane. This is how you do it. And the truth is if you, if, if your stuff isn't, mind-blowingly interesting or creative it's it almost just has a ceiling of the audience that you can reach mm -hmm. by having that strategy mm -hmm. and so i think what we're realizing and like not that rally caps hasn't been good so far it's been unbelievably good but i think what's been what's been separating us to start is that we've had incredible guests who have huge followings and yep. it's very interesting to listen to them uh, your production quality is very good and there aren't many podcasts on YouTube that look and sound as good as what you're producing. Thank you. And this is just some self-awareness of like, mm -hmm. it's okay to be this self-aware about things. Yeah. It's actually healthy, I think. Mm -hmm. um, but then I just feel like we're missing this component of like, if we want to start blowing this thing up, mm -hmm. if we start making tutorials where then now we're giving value to people yeah. on things that they're interested in. That's one thing. Mm -hmm. If we insert uh, more humor and comedy and mm -hmm. parody, mm -hmm. people really love that. Mm -hmm. um, especially like the meme videos I did earlier this mm -hmm. year, like I, clearly I need to make more. Mm -hmm. One has like, it's approaching 2 million views, Which is bananas. but like thousands of people subscribe to my channel, including like Ali Abdal and Matt mm -hmm. Diavella, which mm -hmm. we're trying to get on the podcast. If you're listening to this, hey guys, please are, get you, are you listening? Okay. We're doing a pitch now. No. All right, Matt hey, Diavella, guys, can you please come up? Can you come on our show and do an um, arm wrestling contest? The two of you? In a minimalist arm wrestling contest? Yeah, just bare arms? And then no, no, you no shirt pull sleeves? up Notion. Yeah. And then uh, HQ. one person's mm -hmm. doing, you do one hand Notion yeah. and the other hand arm wrestling. And see who's more efficient at being a minimalist. And then also some magic. <laughs> Peter can do the magic. <laughs> That's how we'll get all three of them on one episode. Um, so we want to start making content like that because content in that realm 
does really well on YouTube and could do very well on TikTok as mm -hmm. well, where it's just this super interesting, helpful, funny stuff mm -hmm. outside of just being like, wow, that's really artistic and beautiful. Right. Or that's really good business information. And I think the, the passive benefit of doing stuff like that, along with the long form, serious, good advice and everything is that I actually think it helps break up the rhythm for us and yeah. it allows us to have a little more fun and be a little more carefree mm -hmm. instead of always being the polished put together ready to interview hosts right uh, i think even more even just having yeah yep. it, it just it gives us a little more freedom to just have fun almost which we have fun while we're doing the show too yeah. but it's 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 fun in a different way yep. it's it's the same idea of having hobbies outside of your job so that way you have this creative diversity and yeah. you're keeping your brain engaged and you're of hopefully doing that to avoid burnout which that's, was what we were going to talk about a good today. transition into this <laughs> that's what helps me yeah no i, mean, if having, I had to do one creative thing over and over and over dude, and over yeah you need to have a very it's your strong job? philosophy it's, that like keeps you going yes because that rhythm can break you absolutely and no matter how strong that philosophy is you will always just like fall i can't say always i mean i from my experience and most people's experience you tend to just let go of that in mm -hmm. a season of repetition mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden you're realizing like wow i'm completely lost i'm not doing what i said i do yep. philosophically mm -hmm. uh so yeah, having multiple things is so yeah. helpful. The, but then the counter to that is having a handful of things that are doing really well. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, it becomes too hard to manage yep. all of them. And that, that's why it's like you should have... You, I feel like it's so common these days that like everyone's talking about small business, working for yourself, turning your hobby into your job and all that. You can have hobbies just to have hobbies also and just have yeah. things that... You, totally do, okay. you do yeah. for fun. Yeah. You don't make money off of it. Mm -hmm. You don't care about algorithms or likes or whatever it is. Those are the things that will keep you grounded in whatever creative job yeah. or hobby job that you have. Like being able to have my guitar. Hobby jobby. Hobby jobby. Wow. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to say it. Sorry, Hobby Lobby. <laughs> this episode is not sponsored by Hobby Lobby. Um, no, you have like having... Uh, a photo business and a podcast and the other multitude of things that we've just talked about here at the studio. Wonderful. Love it. Love the energy that I can bring to it every day. Also love closing the door when I leave the studio and going home and having my guitar at home. Yeah. The first thing that I ever fell in love with as far as expressing myself creatively, mm -hmm. I can just play my guitar and not care what anyone thinks, yep. what anyone says, how it's performing anywhere. It's just for me. So this is what you're telling me. You don't want to be a musical group. Oh no, I do. Okay. Good. Yeah. But I'm saying right now at this point in time, I can still enjoy it. <laughs> and then I'll be ruined later. <laughs> but whatever it is, just like having hobbies and keeping them as hobbies is totally fine. And I think those are the things that are going to keep us sane in yeah. these seasons of everything being creative and us being so invested in these things and it all being very personal. And then also being that invested personally in a bunch of different things yeah. and you're worrying about the business and analytical side of all of those things at the same time also it's very okay to have a hobby leave it as a hobby and then have that be what grounds you yeah. in the midst of everything else going on mm -hmm. hopefully to prevent burnout, burnout. yeah, yeah run, that's running for me yeah Just, uh training and running marathons mm -hmm. uh i share it from time to time and i even started a running channel but realized quickly like do i really want to be like 
making content that really isn't like, is it worth my time at all to make content about this thing? You know, and I, I don't want to like completely ne like never post anything mm -hmm. there at, at, ever again, because I would, I love, I, I love marathon vlogs. Mm -hmm. I love people posting vlogs about racing mm -hmm. and I love watching running YouTube. So part of me just being who I am wants to engage in that and be a part of that. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's like, it's okay to just not do any of that either and just yeah. run to run. Yeah. Or post a video every two months or something. You're yeah. Like, oh, I just made this because I had a fun time yep. doing it. And yep. I just wanted to share it with you. Mm -hmm. That's totally fine. Yeah. It's really cool. It's, I think it's refreshing. And it, I don't know, for me, it's with, with just with all the stuff that we're up to right now, it's, it's more important than ever to have something to just ground you and remind you that expressing yourself is is wonderful and being able to make a whole career out of it is insane like mm -hmm. what what a what a privilege that is but then keeping some stuff to yourself is okay too because mm -hmm. that that helps keep you sane yeah. in the midst of everything um i know that's at least the case for me and and i'm sure others as well so but other ways that we prevent burnout i started counseling there we go yep. that's awesome yeah about two months in at this point okay. been very revolutionary for me yeah just to our sessions just like dig through why I feel the way I feel uh why I interact with the closest people in my life the way I do mm. and what things I could advocate for on behalf of others advocate for with myself a true true realization of who I am and not that I'm lying to myself and like thinking that I'm someone I'm I am I'm, I actually am not mm. That's why I kind of brought up earlier, like the self-awareness mm -hmm. is something we talked about recently was a fair, giving yourself a fair amount of credibility. I think mm. it's really, it's really easy. And especially in the podcast world, I've been on podcasts where if someone like talks you up to just like take the quote unquote humble response yep. and just be like, oh no, 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 you, whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you don't have to do that. You can just say, thank you. Like, thank you. Mm -hmm. I appreciate that. That's mm -hmm. Uh, and I feel like I've been good at that in the past. I've never just been like, oh, no, I'm like, I suck at that, you know, because um, that's just that's just dumb. My counselor equated it to Michael Jordan, just hmm. like if in a postgame interview, just being like, oh, yeah, I'm just like one of 10 people on the court. It's, you know, like we're a team and, you know, I didn't really do much tonight. He's uh -huh. like, that's it's just literally it's just stupid. Yeah, he's like, he is wrong. the best person. Yeah. On it. And that uh, that self-awareness is OK. And. Um, obviously within reason, you know, mm -hmm. and not just being an arrogant a-hole yep. and yeah. Um, so I'm just trying to realize that and live into that more because he equated it to like the community you have around you and how beneficial can it be to other people if they see your success and wins like mm. that and come alongside you and you're, you're continuing to foster them up and help them feel that as well mm. and champion the things that they're doing well in so that they can be at a place then where you know someday they're feeling some of those same things and they're responding to people being mm -hmm. like that you know and um so yeah it's it's just been very cool uh, to I've, I've always like wanted to try it i always mm -hmm. want to try therapy but finally did mm -hmm. and it's been amazing it's so, amazing yeah. are, are you doing that through a specific uh local group or are you using through an online group a referral or? we haven't talked about it much we haven't yeah no. but uh mike went and saw this guy referred him i, I met him in real life because he came here and Great. Like, mike did some headshots for him awesome and 
I trust, I trust Mike with everything. So it was mm-hmm. like, he's like, you got it. You got to at least have a conversation with him. So we started like, and it was right after, and we haven't really like, we haven't really talked about this cause we burned out out of Eric and Mike. We started a YouTube channel with finance and it kind of like started blowing up like right away. Mm-hmm. Um, people were very interested in it. We did, we started a series called one to one million where we ran through the alleys of near our studio, just like finding things to resell. Mm-hmm. And we were flipping things like mm-hmm. that and it was incredible. But we like very quickly realized our expectations of each other were not healthy and we were growing a lot of resentment towards one another. Mm-hmm. One another. So we both evaluated it, got into it. We got into a big argument and then realized like this isn't, this isn't good for our own personal lives. And this is what we talked about in the creative club episode mm-hmm. where he was like, if business is affecting our personal lives and our relationships, none of it matters. Mm-hmm. And I wholeheartedly agree with him on that. And that's what we felt in that. Mm-hmm. And so both of us were like, we really love this idea and we love doing it. It's very fun, but now it doesn't seem like a season where we can pursue it. We just need to take a pause on it. Mm-hmm. So that's where it's been. It's just been a pause. Yeah. We haven't said anything to anyone. We kind of don't care. Yeah. It's like, we have other things. It's fine. Mm-hmm. We don't need it for our survival. So um, yeah, we just put the pause and would love to come back to it someday. And that's mm-hmm. totally fine. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, I'm kind of just vomiting a bunch of things I've said in therapy and, but yeah. Good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. That's uh, that's great that you and Mike were able to like reconcile that and also recognize like, hey, it's okay to just let this thing be mm-hmm. instead of forcing it and then more negatively affecting your friendship. Yeah. And this, if this isn't case in point enough, it's like you should carve out times with the people that you are closest with to discuss these things. <laughs> not on a podcast. Yeah. yeah but pretty cool. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's like, I, I would, I'm not, I'm fine with, that being on rally caps from time to time, you yeah. know, like it's cool. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, I, I don't mind unless it's deeply personal. Like I don't mind sharing these things because that's another component of business that I love and creative business that I love is that kind of transparency mm-hmm. is so helpful to other people. Mm-hmm. And this is ultimately like really why I wanted to make an episode like this mm-hmm. is that people can just be like, okay, I feel that same stuff. Yep. I need help like understanding how to navigate that. I'm entering this super busy season. Am I setting myself up for success or mm-hmm. am I, am I just going to like crash and burn by October, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, so yeah. And it took me years to understand this stuff. Every single fall into winter, every time the holidays came, I was mm-hmm. editing a huge backlog and super stressed out of my mind mm-hmm. and not setting good expectations, not really talking to anybody about how stressful it was, not reaching out to help for, for help with outsourcing, like none of that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, this this fall will be very different and I'm very, very stoked about yeah. it. Learning to say no and knowing when to outsource are two very, very crucial parts about maintaining your own well-being. Yep. It, case in point today, me two years ago, I get a DM from Niles Gray, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. From Moment, mm-hmm. right? We had them on the podcast. Mm-hmm. We developed an awesome relationship with him and Caleb through running too. They have dad mm-hmm. strides as the podcast. I'm like, I put out a, an Insta story being like, the course is going to be this. I was responding to someone's comment. Like, mm-hmm. what's the course going to be like? I'm like, the course is going to be literally everything I know about wedding photography mm-hmm. from start to finish my philosophy, gear, everything. I'm even going to do like little bits, um, funny comedy, music, all of it. And he responds with, dude, you should, you should do this course on moment. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, me two years ago would have been like, 
Yup. Yep. I'm like, clout, let's go. Yep. Like releasing a class on moment. Sick. How, how cool is that? Right. Yeah. It's like, yeah, th that actually would be really good for my brand, brand identity. Mm -hmm. Other teachers who are already on there would see me there mm -hmm. and they'd be like, I haven't, I don't know who that guy is. I'll check out his stuff. Mm -hmm. Like all that is great. But I'm in the season now where I'm like, we have a plan. Mm -hmm. We're going to execute the plan. Yep. I don't mind doing another course with you guys later down the road, maybe mm -hmm. something different, but we have this lane that I think is better for me right now. Mm -hmm. And saying no to stuff like that can lead to first, like a different financial outcome, mm -hmm. better business growth for the season that you're in, mm -hmm. but then also like more time for your people and your family, yes. because like that whole thing would then, delay the delay when we drop it yep. and then all of a sudden like it changed how we shot all of it right then we would have to go on brand standards and like all these things mm -hmm. where now there's just this whole new beast we're gonna have to tackle mm -hmm. and then it's just so much more stressful yeah so it's it's super exciting mm -hmm. it would be amazing mm -hmm. but having the self-awareness realize okay that opportunity can come later mm -hmm. and even if i miss it now something like it will happen eventually because clearly I'm doing something right, you yes. know? Yeah. 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 Rally caps on moment? Uh, maybe. Just a thought. I don't know. I don't know. How to do, how to make a podcast. I, how I, don't, make know. A, I don't know. It's not a pitch or anything. Well, just like do it, do it with Niles and Caleb. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. Dad strides X rally like caps. <laughs> how to start a podcast. This is our pitch. Just cut this part of the podcast out and send it to Moment. Hey, Niles. Hey, Caleb. Hey, guys. Hey, Dad Striders. Good to see you guys again. Yeah. Love remember, you. Remember that cool phrase that I gave you guys for that t-shirt? Yeah. Well, we're cashing in on that favor now. <laughs> 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 they really do need to make that. Yeah. Don't say it, though. I'm not going to. Okay, good. They need to make it. Trademarked. Yeah. TM, TM, TM. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I, going back to the self-awareness thing, I think that is that's hugely important. That is such a cool message to get. And I think most people would leap at that. And it would be really tough to not just blow up whatever plans you had laid yeah. previously mm -hmm. and then just see that as like, cool, like, yep, just doing it. I think being critical of larger opportunities is important yeah. because most of them will be really enticing and really like get you and excite you. Mm -hmm but not all of them are actually going to be better for your mental health or sustainability or business. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I think it's uh, it's really cool that that happened mm -hmm. and really cool that it will hopefully happen again in the future, which I have a feeling it will. Yeah. A different topic. Um, yeah. Yeah. But like, we'll, we'll cook on that later. And in the meantime, we can just keep going along with our plans that we've laid and the plans that we've already edited and re-edited and edited on top of that and you know we've put a lot of time into it as it stands currently yeah. um, so being able to just continue working forward on that is is great not only for you but also for the team that you've built up around you that are all working on it mm -hmm. um yeah that's great what other things should we uh either do or recommend for for kind of dealing with burnout because i feel like maybe some some of the wedding folks at this time of the year in particular are starting to feel that that year end yeah 
you know, the September, October stretch is usually the toughest yeah. of the wedding season. And for most photographers and wedding vendors, uh, we've all done probably one and a half times to two times yes. the actual wedding workload of this year yeah. because of COVID in 2020. Yep. Um, so I think this will be one of the hardest stretches that September, October stretch yeah. for everyone's career because mm -hmm. it's so much more work than what we're accustomed to. If you're anything like me, you have anxiety about a backlog and then you think your clients are just like waiting at their computer for your email. Mm -hmm. And the truth is that's not true, like 99% of the time. Yep. So it's first for me, it's restructuring my brain around that. Mm -hmm. And what's really helpful for that is just client communication. Like it's okay for you to send an email saying, hey, last year was rough, right? Remember how it was flexible? with you about like changing your day about and, like, everything yeah and like not charging more money and like all this stuff now like if you could just do me solid and be flexible with me mm -hmm. things are going to take a bit longer this off season to fall mm -hmm. as i'm shooting twice as much still so know that i love you know that i want to like give you the best service i possibly can mm -hmm. but for me and my own sanity my personal life it's just going to take a little bit longer mm -hmm. here are some sneak peeks there mm -hmm. you go you know and taking care of them in that way and setting expectations clearly yes because if you were to not do that and take longer yeah. then they're left in the dark for an extra four weeks or whatever mm -hmm. it ends up taking you extra to do on top of that and then if they need to be the ones to initiate contact and be like hey just checking in. We all get this. The, ju like, the ah. just checking in emails is like, just checking in. shoot, I should have just touched base with you because Before. at least they have adjusted expectations right. and they're not maybe upset at that point where yeah. they're just like, we haven't heard from you for so long. Like what's going on? Yep. It's been three months, like right. whatever it is. Um, yeah. Clear communication is just getting ahead of it. Mm -hmm. Whatever it is, just get on top of it, get ahead of it be in clear contact with them. And I had this past week and I had an email that was like sort, sort of one of those emails where I'm like, Ugh. Mm -hmm. and I was in the middle of shooting a wedding. Like we had some downtime. I checked my email, saw the email. I was like, ah, yeah. that's another tip. Don't check your email during I know. work or whatever it is, <laughs> a job. Seriously. But like you might see it, it might give you the anxiety and all of a sudden. And I was talking to my counselor about this and I was just kind of talking through the situation I'm like I and I it was through Memorial Day weekend so I didn't even respond until Tuesday mm -hmm. and you like my client was totally understanding of that mm -hmm. but even there I was like it pro I probably would have been better off emotionally and with my anxiety if I had just sent a quick email real fast like hey I see what you just said I have a crazy weekend I have a double header I'm gonna spend time with family on Monday I'll definitely get back to you early next week yeah probably Tuesday Short emails are okay. Right. If I just if I just sent that real quick, he's like, actually, there have been studies showing psychologically that helps you so much mm -hmm. because now you're not festering on that thought. Yep. You've just been like, okay. And then you might have a little bit more anxiety of like, I have to deal with that later. Mm -hmm. But at least you're not going, I have to deal with that later and they don't know yes. that I what what's happening. Because your mind goes to the worst place for both of you. Right. And it's awful. It's bad. That's a And that's where it went all yeah. weekend. Yep. And then we had the phone call on Tuesday and it was like, oh, everything's cool, whatever. I was like, yeah, okay, oh, oh, right, fine. Yep. You know, and you're like, dang it. I just spent the last three days anxious out of my mind yeah. over something that wasn't even that big of a deal. Yeah. So, yeah, clear communication, being on top of things like that. Short emails are fine. Yep. It doesn't have to be a novel every time. It doesn't have to be the perfectly crafted response every time. Yep. Just communicating with them and, and being there with them and mm -hmm. whatever it is that they're going through. Awesome. Because then they will feel inclined to do the same yep. for you. The other one is don't be afraid to consider outsourcing. 
Yes. Um, it, for, <laughs> yes. I'm definitely, when it comes to business, I'm someone that's like, all right, I made all this money. I've got to hold on to it. <laughs> Don't reinvest it. Uh-huh. Just put it, hold it in the bank account. Uh-huh. Look at it a lot. <laughs> like, it's just silly. Like we'll if you, if you really want to do yourself a favor on like, if you're doing really well in business, you have extra padding of profit, investigate what those things are. Like, had I not outsourced this year, there's literally no way I would have started a course. No. Had I not outsourced this year, I might've had to have a tough conversation with you being like, I need to pause longer on rally caps. Yep. I literally can't mm-hmm. commit time to it. There are so many things I might've been like, I can't run a marathon this year, mm-hmm. but I'm able to do all these things now. Mm-hmm. And I feel sane. Like I'm actually sitting here right now being like, I'm not, I'm actually not anxious about anything I need to edit right now. No. Which is incredible. Yeah. Considering you're having your fourth kid in a week. We didn't even talk about that earlier. Yeah. Her due dates for three, four days. Three days. That didn't even, that didn't even come up in the things <laughs> on your plate right now. This is a weird Child thing. number four. Okay. Yeah. So whenever I get into business mode, I just don't really talk about the personal stuff. I guess I said we, we got a house. Milo, our fourth kid, has been so like, oh, yeah. Both of us. <laughs> we've been like, oh, yeah. We're having a, another kid. And Milo, if you're listening to this like <laughs> 10 years from now, I love you to death, child. I love you. Okay. Know that. All right. But at the same time, it's been like, you get to your fourth kid and it's just like, it happened, the pregnancy, all of it happened so fast. And being in a season and in a, a year where we're working double, getting a new house, all these things are changing, new podcasts, like all this stuff. You're like, all right, he's going to be here any day now. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's happening as well. Mm-hmm. But also we're just like, we don't really worry a whole ton when it comes to childbirth. Sabria is like an absolute beast when Great. it comes to birthing children. Love that. Um, Linnea, our third one, only took three hours. So we're expecting this one probably to be like that short, if not shorter. Mm-hmm. We do home births. So like we're just chilling at home. Midwives mm-hmm. come, boom, have our kid, go to bed. <laughs> Sleep after, you know. Actually, though, yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. Um not to not to discredit the weight of all of it. I fully yeah. understand that. Um, but yeah, that's that's what's happening there. Yeah. And I'm glad I feel the way I do about work right now because when he comes, I'm gonna just like drop everything yeah. and just spend time and it'll be fine. Yeah. That's why I wanted to bring it up in the first place. Cause yeah. you, you get some time to just be with your family. Yeah, it'll be your, great. your newly expanded family. Like mm-hmm. that's so exciting to even, I can't even imagine what it's like to see your your current kids here. Yeah, watching them interact with Milo too, mm-hmm. and like that's that's, sure. that's going to be incredible. I can't even imagine what that's like, yeah. but you've experienced it a couple times so far, and mm-hmm. to see the three of them hanging out with this little dude, that's that's got to be incredible. And for you mm-hmm. to not be where you have traditionally been at this time of the year, mentally and, and work wise, yeah, that's just going to make all of it that much sweeter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And Mike brought it up yesterday. It's a uh, it's hard as the dad, you know, like you're not carrying this other human for nine months. Sabria definitely already has a connection with him that I don't, mm-hmm. uh, with him being inside of her. <laughs> and so I'm just like, once he's actually born, that's, and it was the same way for all the kids. It was just like, as soon as you see them, you're like, I know you. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I didn't expect us to go like this deep <laughs> into it. Yeah, of course. But yeah, like, you see your kid for the first time and you're like, oh, okay, I, I know you, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm your dad. All right. 
and and then it just gets real sweet real fast mm -hmm. and then yeah all the interactions of like i can't wait to see linnea mm -hmm. hold a baby mm -hmm. it's gonna be wild i had this moment with theo the night linnea was born where he he woke up as sabria was starting labor mm -hmm. and he crawled into bed with me and i snuggled him and i was just like this is the last time you're the baby man mm -hmm. like wow and yeah. i like really took in that moment and i'm like wow i might have a moment like that with linnea as well it's mm -hmm. like this is the last time you know mm -hmm. so yeah really cool stuff and that is why we do all of this yes right yeah that's what grounds us in all of this mm -hmm. your kids don't ground me but like <laughs> you know what i mean our our partners our kids the the family in our life i mean that's that's why we're doing all of this yeah. and, and going after all of this so vivaciously was that the word i was gonna say i don't know what that means maybe neither do i i don't think there's two v's in it at least uh we're just going after it so hard because Ten tenaciously ah tenacious d whoa jack black does jack black listen to this let's get him as a guest he's a youtuber <gasps> now he's a youtuber now you didn't know that no oh yeah jack black mm -hmm. well that's what i'm gonna do for the rest of the day but um that went off the rails so quickly so fast <laughs> It, truly though that is why we do all of this yeah. yes and that's like a big part of my course and the philosophy and all of the work that i do is similar to what mike was saying it's like none of it matters if i can't have time with my family mm -hmm. if i can't build connections and relationships with my kids and my mm -hmm. wife uh, i'll drop it all at, at any point mm -hmm. to make sure that that's okay mm -hmm. that's why counseling has been deeply helpful as well um, to know how to do that so mm -hmm. yeah great well i hope that was helpful that was pretty fun to talk about that, that felt was like very cool that felt like therapeutic for us that it, was nice to just chat through all that it felt like the creative club episode was therapeutic yes. i told my counselor that yep. i was like yeah it was really good to actually hear mike reaffirm all that stuff mm -hmm. and remember our past and see where we're going mm -hmm. and to actually take time to carve out and hear all the things we need to, to hear from one another and mm -hmm. set more expectations and deeply helpful for us to yeah. sit down and have those conversations. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> but also hopefully, yeah, very beneficial for anyone listening to. Yeah. Our hope for this was to sit down and talk about burnout, yep. especially because of the time of year that we're in. Um, so I think everything was definitely adjacent or directly about it. Yeah. And I, you know, I, hope hearing us just talk about it very candidly is helpful for you as you're processing whatever it is that you might be going through through this time of mm -hmm. year. Um, and I hope whatever advice we were able to actually give as well uh, was just, again, helpful. Yep. I think more than anything, we're just, I, I really like doing episodes like this. I think it's yeah. really fun. I think it's, it's, it's nice to just kind of externally process. Like we just turned the camera on yep. and just started yep. with, one word as a mm -hmm. topic and that was it it's good yeah and, and it's kind of nice because you can have those moments where things just ebb and flow and you and you go into mm -hmm. topics that you didn't expect and then you kind of work your way back around you accidentally find a segue into the topic you wanted to talk about <laughs> and then it's great yeah um but it's honest this is mm -hmm. what it is more than anything else maybe they let us know if you want more episodes like this yeah I think do you like this yeah we like this yes <laughs> yeah if you like it we'll do more of it yeah tell us if you hate it yeah too definitely tell us if you hate it yeah that won't hurt my feelings at all <laughs> that won't give me any anxiety no it won't You're like, just get <laughs> sam elkins back on here you idiot <laughs> we need to text sam about that actually <laughs> and chris yep cool well we already 
asked this of you once, but uh, if you could do us a, a quick favor, like the video if you haven't already, subscribe to the channel, uh, and just click that Apple Podcast link down below as well. Uh, leave us a review there. Write us something sweet if you're feeling if you're feeling kind today. <laughs> um, but thank you for watching this. Thanks for mm -hmm. just being here in this very candid and honest yeah. conversation and goofy and emotional states of being yeah that the first three minutes of this was a trip i think that was fun it was great yeah yeah but right. thank you for watching and mm -hmm. listening and we'll catch you in the next episode yeah of rally caps see ya bye <laughs>